This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. It's Friday night. Welcome to the weekend. You got Mike North and Carmen DeFelco, and we are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap here on ESPN 1000. Follow us and hit us up on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFelco, and we have a loaded weekend for you. Baseball may not be able to get its act together. Maybe the NHL players don't want to come back and play. Who knows what's going to happen with the NBA bubble, but, Mike, we can make some wagers this weekend and... In the state of Illinois, you can now mobily make wagers thanks to Rivers and their new app, which launched yesterday. So things are happening, my man. Well, you know what? You better start listening to the odds, couple. You better start making it a destination. You got Friday, of course, tonight, right now, or you got Saturday morning at 8 o'clock with the Encore because this is important. You're only a finger touch away from being ruined. That's what you are. It used to take effort. You had to pick up the phone. You had to dial it, you know, or you, and when you had to pay, you had to go see the guy or he met you in a parking lot. It's a lot of effort. And, but so, so you would try to rationalize by saying, oh, I lost 300, 330 this week. I'll meet the guy in the gas station. You go through the effort of it. Here, it's going to be easy. So you got to listen. And you got to soak in as much information, but it's exciting news, Carmen. Absolutely. I, you know, I don't know that it changes the habits necessarily of people like us that have been wagering right. on games for a long time. But it, it does bring in sort of, uh, you know, if, if you're new to it, if you uh, are understanding that it's not as taboo as it once was and it's legal now and you want to have some fun in a safe way, this is going to open it up to a lot of people that maybe have never done it before. We're here to give you good advice. And like Mike said, it's it's a few touches on your your phone or your iPad now. I mean, they are making it very easy. And it seemed like, again, the state was kind of dragging its feet with that. It's good that they got this going because it will provide revenue for the state. Hopefully they don't blow it. That's a different conversation for a different day, but it should provide a lot of revenue in the years to come. Well, that's why, Carm, you're absolutely right. And here's what I'm going to tell everybody. Don't believe the myths that you heard before that you can't win. Because I win. Carmen wins. We don't lie. We keep it out there. I got records to prove it. It's documented. But you know what? Don't go in with a negative attitude. Listen to information. But at the end of the day, okay, just trust very few people. But you know what? Once again, it's going to be us, man. And I'm telling everybody this. I still believe that the art of wagering, especially with 40 million people unemployed, okay, that lost a ton of money already this year. Okay, whatever way you can make some money, and this is why wagering is going to be important and being right is important, because you know what? There's going to be people looking to recoup at least a fraction of what they've lost. We'll try to give you the best info, the best uh, data, all kinds of approaches that we have to gambling and trying to win. Mike and I did have a documented winning season in the yep. NFL last year. We plan on doing that again. Well, how about golf last week? What did you golf, say? Justin Rose, I had him at 8-1 to one to finish right. the top five. He did, so there you go. That and was I had DeChambeau, and I right. watched. I, You know what? He, he faded because he needs a little work. He's so damn big. I know. He has trouble 
Wolf putting his hands on the putter, bringing them together, uh, and his short game needs a little bit of help. But I was right there, folks. That's why you listen to us. You know how hard it is to win a golf bet? Yeah. I had him at 22-1, to 1, and he got a little bit too strong for his own good down the line. But so did Carmen. He had Rose at 8-1, to 1, folks, top five. That's, That's right. it. And that was a winner last week. It was so great to watch golf last Live oh. golf last weekend, Mike, wasn't it? It was unbelievable, as you know. Like I've said before, I'm a man of very few hobbies and stuff now. One of them's watching TV and trying to make money. But here's where golf betting is great. If you're in the hunt, you're watching oh. like you're. it's the Masters. Absolutely. You're watching it like it's the U.S. Open. Like I told a guy one time when I was betting Laurel Racetrack, he goes, boy, you're really into this. <laughs> I go, this is my Kentucky Derby. He goes, what are you talking about? Every race or every game or every golf match you bet is the ultimate. That's your big game. Every, Mike's so right. I mean, I don't care what the event is. If you, I don't a, either. Even if you put 10 bucks down on a guy and he's, you know, 15 yep. to 1, he's 20 to 1. Merkin's always playing long shots in golf, and he's hit him over the years sometimes. $10 will make you feel it'll, – it'll pump so much juice through you. It doesn't matter what the What was is. Randy's last long shot? I'm just curious because it Randy? is very hard. I thought I had DeChambeau. Merk, you, you've been good at this over the years. you recall any off the top of your head? I mean, you've hit some long shots in golf before. I've, I've hit some – uh, Mike, I can't remember the names, but I've hit some at like 100, 100, 100 to 1. To one. Yeah. I mean, he, my, yeah. That's uh, nice. Randy goes, oh, I had him in, in, in some event in, a, you know, like in June of a normal year where, you know, it's event before the U.S. Open that we're not paying that close attention to. He's like, oh, I had Harris English at uh, 75 to 1 for 10 bucks and he won. That's awesome. It that's, is. That's what, and it keeps you into the game. Yes. I think golf is going to capitalize just like other sports are. I mean, let's face it. People watch the NFL Anyway, I always have thought, though, that the wagering side of the NFL has been undervalued because most everybody I knew growing up would lay money down on something, hmm. period. Uh, yeah, and the, the golf field again this week, you know, they're uh -huh. playing at the RBC. It's yep. incredible. I mean, that's the other beautiful thing. about They beautiful. all want to play, Mike. I mean, you've got, you've got 100 guys in these events that have won tournaments before in the PGA Tour. You never see stuff like that. Yeah, you know? and Roy McIlroy, I want to give him all the credit in the world. Couple nights ago, I'm watching TV, and I could—I'm either here or there with Roy. I, you know, doesn't matter. I mean, I think he's a talented golfer, but sometimes he craps the bed like everybody else a little bit more frequently than I'd like when he's on the course. But he chastised the European golfers, gave them a beating, said they should be here. They didn't want to quarantine in the U.S. for two weeks. He goes, "You're the." soul of yeah. our game and you should be here and i was very surprised but when you're the number one golfer you carry sway good for rory absolutely yep. you know i i enjoy you know, soccer's been coming back to mike obviously the bundesliga you're a big goes. soccer guy i, I noticed that I, I like watching it here's the thing though you know we're the odds couple it's we, we right. do a gambling show and mike and i bet on a lot of different stuff yes I, i've never really bet a whole heck of a lot on soccer and either have I, I and i was going to ask you like are, are should we be figuring out what are the angles what do we look for yes. i haven't done much on soccer yet well you know what i've only done and it happened during the world cup and stuff over and unders yeah. and i did okay yeah uh but yeah i mean i think while these other leagues are sitting we're going to have to start brushing up on that but see the the thing i'm an expert at okay i mean i don't tell i can't tell you five guys for for instance on the montreal canadians but i've been good at at the nhl yeah 
uh, you know, and I baseball and football and basketball. So I'm not going to lie to people. Yeah. Uh, you know what? There's soccer. We'll look at it, and you just got to, you know, take us with a grain of salt. But we've got records that prove that we've taken sports brand new, whether it be boxing or anything else, and done pretty well. The other thing uh, that's encouraging about when you look overseas, maybe, and you see that the soccer leagues have been coming back, the Bundesliga mm-hmm. for a while now, La Liga, EPL. I was up this morning. I, I had on for just a little bit some of the KBO, you know, the Korean Baseball League. Right. been back for a while. That, uh, you know, they're playing these leagues, and they're they're hopefully providing a template for all the leagues here as to, you know, how to do this. It is doable. Yes, it's a massive undertaking, but you can do it without fans. And you can do it in a way that keeps players safe and lots of testing. These other leagues are doing it. So I keep watching that thinking, okay, this this does bode well. You know, the NFL can play its season. The NBA, if the players want to come back and play, and it looks like a large majority of them do want to come back and play, they'll be able to pull this off in the bubble. I know it's not going to be easy. Well, who who the hell knows? I mean, mean, you know what MLB is? Did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes, and I love it. Do you remember it. when Leonardo DiCaprio was flubbing his lines and he went to his trailer? <laughs> and he went nuts on himself. You couldn't have four eight four whiskey sours. You had to have eight. That's what that's what the MLB is. MLB is DiCaprio in the trailer, okay? Uh, and, and, and basically going nuts because he was flubbing his lines. They can't get out of their own way. I'm ashamed of them. Where you have leagues around the world, players giving back 70% of their salaries because they didn't play. And then you see what these people are doing. It's a shame. It doesn't surprise me. There's a lack of, of, of stick to with this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Manfred's been to me. I mean, what he oh, did, the on, stunt Carmen. he pulled Monday was horrific, I thought. And and then they think a deal is done in the middle of the week. And the, the, here we are on Friday, and there's still nothing. I mean, it's just driving me nuts. He's the worst that could have ever happened. Mm. I remember Reinsdorf didn't want him. I remember way back in the day when Reinsdorf didn't want him. Mm. There was reasons for this. I don't understand it. It seems like he has no close advisors that he depends on. You, you've you basically let Tony Clark lead you around by the nose. Then Steve Boris gets back in the situation. And like I said last week, Manfred saying we'll be back 100%. Yeah. You don't say that unless the paperwork's done and you're ready to sign. Within a week, he's you know he's doing a 180 on that. Oh, well, I can't say. I mean, that was ridiculous. So. We got a long way to go tonight. Luke Pergandy, our buddy from PropSwap. He's going to join us coming up next. And then, Mikey, we got Jim Miller a little bit later. Jimmy! Oh, how about it? What a weekend. I have done, Mike and I have poured over the Belmont for everybody here. I've done a lot of data research here, getting ready for the Belmont. I feel like it is kind of the derby since we haven't had a horse race like this. I'm very excited about the Belmont tomorrow. Mike and I have a ton of stuff for everybody on that. We got some interesting angles to break down. We will do all that a little bit later. So still a lot to do. Don't go anywhere. We're the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Luke Pergandy will join us when we come back next. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to the Odds Couple. Friday nights at 6 with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.
Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap on this Friday night. And every Friday night, alongside the legendary Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Hit us up on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. We're with you every Friday from 7 until 8, and then you get the encore replay on Saturdays, 8 until 9 in the morning before Midway Jeff Meller and Freddie Hubner. It's that time in the show when we say hi to our buddy Luke Pergandy. He's a Chicago guy. That's right. He is one of the co-founders of PropSwap, and he joins us now on ESPN 1000. And, Luke, uh, we're, we got another weekend of golf here. Last weekend, Mike and I were just talking about it. It was so much fun. The field was incredible. Again, this weekend, you'd never see a, a field like this normally for the RBC. But everybody wants to play strong fields, and that means lots of action up at PropSwap. Yeah, it's, it's been another extremely strong weekend so far. Uh, last weekend at Colonial, we had a ton of action. A bunch of guys bought Xander early in the week and then sold him on Sunday, which was beautiful. Um, Xander was as high as, like, minus 250. We saw a few different tickets sell at minus 200. So those guys locked in profit uh, before, of course, uh, he missed his putt. And uh, yep. Morikawa and, and Berger went into the overtime, and Berger pulled it off. So uh, good job on those Xander sellers um bunch of guys bought morikawa and then sold morikawa so that was great for them last weekend and then fast forward to today it's been a flurry of activity ian poulter uh started at 100 to 1 yesterday on thursday um as of today he's around 12 to 1 we've seen a ton of guys buy him at 100 to 1 and sell again today at 10 to 1 webb simpson has been a really hot ticket he's He's killing it today. He was 22 to 1 yesterday. Um, so there's been a ton of, of people who are buying, you know, yesterday on Thursday and selling today on Friday. All right, let's talk about then what happened last week. If I wanted to and if I had bet legally on Bryson DeChambeau and I uh, on Saturday felt that he wasn't going to win and at the time I had bought the ticket, he was 22 to 1. What are the mm-hmm. steps that people have to go through, Luke? Yeah, so if they bought the ticket through us, which right. we had a ton of tickets up for sale, you can sell that with one click of a button. That's extremely simple to do. It will literally take you five seconds, one click, to relist it. Uh, if they have it from a legal book in Indiana, game on, right. they can list that for sale. Uh, but, yeah, we're just encouraging people to buy it from us and then sure. immediately sell it, you know, the next day. That's why people should be checking it out. PropSwap.com is the place to right. be. We got the Belmont this weekend. It's a weird year, let's face it. We all know that. This is the first leg of the Triple Crown. I'm actually very excited about it. Only 10 horses in the field for tomorrow, Luke. But, you know, the one thing that can be sometimes frustrating uh, about horse racing in these paramutual wagers is that uh, unless you're months out and you, you know, while the window's open where you can actually lock in a ticket, uh, you could maybe get a horse at six to one, but all of a sudden it gets bet down heavily before the race and the odds uh, go off at three to one. Well, you're not getting paid six to one. You're getting paid three to one. That's the way the paramutual pool works. Uh, what is horse racing like for you guys at Prop Swap? And is there some good action with the Belmont this weekend? Yeah, yeah, we've, we've got a smattering of tickets up for sale. I would definitely say move quick if you want to buy a ticket from us. Those tickets are moving, and we don't have a huge supply. Uh, I would say we have buyers all around the country trying to grab those. Um, so yeah, if you got a future on a pony and it's fixed odds, that's fair game. You can list that for sale on DropSwap. But like you just mentioned, people ask us, well, can I sell my paramutual? Yeah horse bet no because those odds change and the buyer wouldn't know 
what the new odds are going to be until race time. So if you got a fixed odds futures ticket that you got, you know, last week or a couple months ago, absolutely fair game to list on our website. Uh, any ticket that you see for sale is fixed odds. Um, we have a we have one on Jungle Runner. Uh, he's odds of twenty two to one. Um, so you will get paid twenty two times your money without a doubt. Awesome. All right. Anything else, Luke? Uh, we're still waiting for these other leagues to like officially say that. Yes, we're coming back. I mean, there are plans in the works for the NBA, the NHL. Who knows if baseball is going to get its act together? Are we seeing any action there? I know you were saying the NFL still has been pretty good up at PropSwap in terms of, um, you know, some of the future stuff. I, I think the NFL is going to go off without a hitch. We'll see. Uh, anything happening in the NBA and the NHL right now? Yeah, yeah, definitely selling both. Uh, I think both of those uh, postseason will go off for sure. Uh, to your point, we don't know what the day is, but you know that's that's irrelevant. I think a, a champion will be will be crowned in both the NHL and NBA. Um, so yeah, we've been selling Lakers tickets and Clippers tickets and Bucks tickets in the NBA, and then uh, you know uh, Blackhawks, Vegas Golden Knights, Boston Bruins, and the NHL. So yeah, there's there's definitely options for both. Check out PropSwap.com, everybody. Luke, have a great weekend as always. Enjoy Ooh. the Belmont. We'll talk to you next week, pal. Thanks, Simon. Thanks, Mike. All right, buddy. Thanks, there Luke. he is, Luke Pergandy from PropSwap, our presenting sponsor. Yeah, you're better off going through him. This way you have no complications. You don't have a middleman. You just go through PropSwap, and that's the way you get it done. Well, like he said, too, Mike, you know, you, you brought up the point. You buy it there, and with a click, you can sell yep. it there if you want. And the golf is re- – you know, Luke mentioned this to us a couple of weeks ago when we knew golf was coming back. I mean, or if you do enjoy golf – uh, I mean, like, prop swaps made for it as you oh, just yeah. kind of watch the weekend unfold round around, right? I mean, it's Yeah, killer. and what's really tricky is I had DeChambeau, and I just stuck with them until the very end, yeah. so it's too late to do anything. But it's a great, great deal. Prop swap is excellent at what they do. They're honest. They're always accountable. So, I mean, you can't – and betting on golf, uh, to me – I mean, let's face it. If I hit DeChambeau, if he had hit last week, mm-hmm. we st- I'd still be bragging about oh, it. Forget for about sure. it. I, because that's picking a needle out of a haystack. It is. The way to do it, basically, is to look for – I had basically Patrick Reed over Leishman on on, on uh, uh, Friday. Uh, so there's other things, like you said, the top five for yours. There's other prop bets that you can do that are a lot easier than picking out the guy that's going to win yeah, the, the tournament. The guy the, to, Mike's right. When you pick oh. a winner in a golf tournament, you feel so you got to you got to brag. You got to be in town with signs on, no a sandwich, doubt. wearing a sandwich board. I picked a golf winner. There's no doubt. You feel yeah. so good. And just to put it in a context, if you look at Tiger Woods or Jack Nicklaus's history, okay, all the golf tournaments they ever started, you know, and maybe the two greatest, most dominant yep. golfers ever. They really, if you look at their careers, you you know. You win one out of every about five or six times. Think yeah. about that. You're talking about Tiger and Jack. That's how hard it is to pick the winner, and that's well, how hard it is to win on the tour. I know a guy, or a guy put up on Twitter last week, a burger at 350 to 1. Oh, how about man. that? Yeah. And that kid, look, I watched that tournament. You know what? I didn't even know he was around till the seventeenth hole. Unbelievable! On the on the finals on the final round, Until and all Sunday. of a sudden he hit it and and got it done. Congrats to him! It was unbelievable. You're right. Yep. We also, as we've been mentioning here, we got the Belmont. I mean, I am super excited about this. I know it's very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a shorter race. You know, normally right. this is the longest and the most grueling. It normally culminates. You know, the Triple Crown. Uh, they're starting the Triple Crown this year at the Belmont in New York. The race is only a mile and an eighth this year. So the big favorite 
is a horse named Tis the Law. That's the heavy favorite at about six to five. Now, he's a New York bred horse. Why do I bring that up? No New York bred horse has won the Belmont Stakes since the year 1882. Not 1982. I'll say it again. I'm not misspeaking. It's not a typo. No New York bred horse has won the Belmont Stakes since 1882. But he's still the heavy favorite, Mike. That horse, I don't know where War Admiral was from, but I know I saw the movie Sea Biscuit. He was was a big East Coast horse. Yes. Uh, Apparently, I don't know if War Admiral won or did not win the Belmont or if he even ran in it, but I always got the impression he was a big shot, you know, the big looking, good looking guy from uh, from New York. Maybe uh, we could do a little checking on that. But that is an amazing stat. How so about just it? Stay, just can you imagine the law of averages is suddenly gonna is gonna go against you sooner or later? No kidding. No, right? I know it didn't happen. It here. didn't happen. No, the betting favorite actually has won just three times in the last fifteen. But they only race the like uh, five five six times a year now, don't they? That's true. I mean, he's only had five career starts. He has won four of them. He's got four wins and he's got a. Th- third place finish so this is an impressive horse by all accounts and everything that i could gather and believe me i'm not an expert i won't pretend to be but i've read a lot about it for this week and for the show tonight that he does appear to be the true class in this field i saw another note uh, that says uh, according to the data that they started gathering for this because you've got a smaller field this year not, not that they have huge fields how many Belmont. horses are over 10 to 1 uh, yeah, Mike always loves that. There are one, two, three, four. I've got five as of right now, so hey, half the field, Mike, over hey, ten to one. All right, you just put down your money on those five, and then you put, and put, you pray. Put five, ten bucks on each of them. Right? On each one, and just roll with it. Actually, one of them I really like too. One oh. of the races, one of the horses, uh, uh, twenty-two to one. Okay, it's the five horse Farmington Road, and I'll tell you two reasons why. I kind of like this. Two things lead me to it. First of all, of all the trainers with horses running this year, Todd Pletcher has more wins in the Belmont than any other. He's got two horses this year, Dr. Post uh, out of the nine spot, and then Farmington Road, the five horse. Farmington Road is also being jockeyed by Javier Castellano, who happens to be the leading jockey in the Belmont meet this year, which means he's won more than any jockey at Belmont in the meet so far this spring and summer. So Mike's absolutely right. Is it worth 10 bucks? To put down on Farmington Road at twenty-two to one, we won a race like is. this last year. We did. We won a race like this last year. What I've always done is back, especially back in the day when I had you know money in both pockets, is I would bet twenty-five, fifty dollars, like in the Kentucky Derby with the uh, you know the odds with people. Depend how many horses, yeah. but also ten to one, twelve to one, four. And you know how many times it's look at the odds in a lot of the past. Uh, Triple crown races. There's been a lot of upsets, folks. Yeah. So I made some money. Well, and that's the thing. Mike's right. And like I said, in the last 15 years, only three of the favorites have won, that's even it. though Tis the Loss seems to be pretty impressive. So when we come back, Mike and I will actually have a little bit of fun with the Belmont and talk about a few of the prop bets. I'll throw some of those Mike's way. We're going to talk to Jim Miller and get a Jimmy! That's right, in about 15 minutes or so. Plus, I've got updated odds on the Heisman Trophy and the national champion in college football. We'll do all of that before we're done. At 8 o'clock. Don't go anywhere. We're rolling along on this Friday. It's the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the all new ESPN Chicago app. (laughs) 
Hope everyone's having a great Friday. We're getting you set for the weekend. It's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North, and we're the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app presented by PropSwap. If you ever miss us, don't forget to get the Encore replay Saturday mornings 8 to 9 before Freddie Hubner and Jeff Meller. And, of course, when we're done, you can always just check out the podcast page. Uh, go to the ESPN Chicago app, and you can download us there and listen back to anything that maybe you had missed. We spent some time on the Belmont. I got a few fun props for the weekend. I think a lot of people are into this right now because there's not a lot to bet on. Let's face it, you can maybe get into the EPL a little bit. We've got golf this weekend. Some NASCAR stuff we'll get to as well. But a lot of Belmont props that are kind of fun. I like this one. The first letter of the winning horse's name. So A to M is where you're going to get uh, plus money, plus 300. N to Z is your heavy, heavy favorite at minus 550. That's because, as we talked about, Tis the Law uh, looks really strong and is the favorite. Tap It to Win and Sol Volante are also some of the top choices. All of those would fall into the N to Z category. There's more N to Zs. You're absolutely right. That's why another reason that you got to spend money to make a little bit more money to make money, right? You're absolutely okay. right. So if you're comfortable doing that, there's one prop you can make. If you believe in Todd Pletcher and uh, that little stat I gave you about five, ten minutes ago, Dr. Mm-hmm. Post is a 5-1 to one shot, that would be the A to M, and you'd get 3-1 to one on your money. I like this one, too. Will a horse go wire to wire? Yes is plus 550. No is minus 800. So if you think Tis wow, the Law can come out of the dope. gate, that's a lot, right? I mean, yeah. If- I, I'd like to, to look at the horses sometimes with the names, or, like I said earlier, the odds, or maybe the current event type of situation. Uh, and for these current events and current times we are living in, there's no doubt in my mind. The number ten horse, pneumatic, pneumatic. is a <laughs> is an outstanding horse to pick for what we're going through right now. Those that's pretty good, actually. It, Eight to one. You might as well look for the angles, right? And those outside posts on the dirt at this yep. length at Belmont have been historically in the last hundred years actually pretty good spots to come out of. Uh, the margin of victory prop under one and a half lengths is minus one twenty five. Over one and a half lengths is minus. 105. I saw a lot uh, on the uh, line that the, the under is probably the Well, the under there. is obvious for people because of the length of the race. Right. And if it was a longer race, I think it would be easier to take the over yep. because, you know, only a couple of these horses. From what I understand, I mean, if you're a horse, like I said last week, you're not happy. Just like the baseball players aren't happy for maybe wanting to play 70 games while the owners want to play 60 or what have you. I think this one here is the comical one. I think the horses worked out. All we've been hearing from Jimmy, I'll ask him about this, is that they've been working out all along while they were going through this COVID thing. So that I don't understand, but we'll ask Jimmy about that. I'm with Mike on the margin of victory here, too. I think the under pop is the one to go. The minus 125 under. If you want the over, it's minus 105. Will the track record at a mile and an eighth be broken? The track record is 1 minute 45 and 40. Yes is a huge underdog here. If you think a horse can beat that record and it doesn't sound like one's going to be able to do no. it. You're going to get eight to one on your money. You got to lay 2,500 on a no. This is a prop that I will not be playing. I'll stay away from it. If anything, if you want yep. to throw 10 bucks at eight, uh, you know, plus 800, go ahead and hope a horse just does something miraculous, but that's probably going to be a big, no. unless you're a high roller folks, like Carmen says, 10 bucks for his yeah. 20 bucks, maybe for that. I mean, you don't have to go bonkers. It's fun to watch the races, but you don't have to. I mean, I knew rollers have thousand a, a race. I mean, come on, you know what I mean? 
And, you know, then they had holes in their shoes. Right, exactly. That's it. You don't you want know. to do that. No. <laughs> I mean, the guy, would, you'd see him at the beginning of the year, impeccable. You know what I mean? Dressed yeah. impeccably. And then at the end, he's like a hobo. Don't I mean, you know. And he's, and he's got a cane in his hand, and he doesn't even have a limp. Don't blow your fortune. No. Absolutely right. Uh, so let's go into uh, some college football, shall yes. we, Mikey? We got uh, national championship odds that we haven't spent too much time the last couple of weeks talking about. You know, Clemson comes out of the gate as a huge, huge favorite here. Uh, you don't usually see it quite this low. It's just about 2-1 to one in most places to win. Ohio State and Bama, not too far back, though, at about 3, 3.5-1, to one, depending on where you're looking. Georgia's 9-1. to one. LSU lost so many players, it's hard to imagine they can repeat what, what they did. What do you mean we lost oh, one? But, wait, but, wait, 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 wait. I'm on, Eddie O. Hey, Coach. How are you, Coach I'm doing good, Eddie and I've got a purple sweater. And I got a gold, gold pair of shoes. And you got a beautiful tan from what I saw oh, a couple of weeks ago. I was jogging the other day. <laughs> the man boobs were really something. Look like a speed walk more than a jog. I got a hell of a tan. <laughs> that tan was something, I'll tell Yes, you. it was. And, and it really, I mean, it was sort of grotesque. Oh. And it was like a half walk, half jog. Yes. You know what I mean? Half, got... It's sort of like when B calls me for dinner. Sort of that pace for me. That's all. He's got such personality, man. It's He's hard great. To love him, I tell you. I hey, look. If the if this thing with Nagy don't work out, you got my next guy. Co- co- yeah, good. Oh, coach. He'd be huge. We'll have a field day with. Are him. you kidding me? Uh, LSU's nine to one to repeat. Yeah. Probably not going to happen. Florida fourteen to one is an interesting one to me a little bit. Oklahoma twenty five to one. Notre Dame. Is twenty eight to one, but it just seems like Clemson twenty eight to one. Twenty eight to one. Who the hell is doing this? It's not somebody from the church. How come every time Notre Dame's in position in one of these bowl games, they crap the bed? Oh, That's they right. do. You know they do. But you know what? I'll tell you what. Uh, Clemson to me, the kid quarterback Trevor yeah. Lawrence has more pressure on him than anybody in college football. He's expected to win yeah. the Heisman. He's expected to get to the national championship. You know. And he's got pressure on him, sort of like Deshaun Watson did when he was at Clemson. Uh, I don't know if the team's as good, but uh, he's he's the guy after Burroughs now leaving. Depending on where you shop, I know on my site, Trevor Lawrence, uh, I was surprised to see, was actually second choice for Heisman at 4-1 to one behind Justin Fields at Ohio State. Now, Justin Fields threw over, what, 40 touchdowns last year and finished mm-hmm. third in the voting. Mm-hmm. He's 3-1. to one. Trevor Lawrence is 4-1. to one. Hard to imagine, though, Mike, that anybody other than those two can pull it off. Now, who would have been able to predict Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow was like 100 to 1 last yes. year. Yes. And he ran away with it. So who knows? I mean, I uh, love the people that are doubting him. Well, I'm getting the I know because he's playing on a in a bad organization, but I love the people that are doubting him. Sort of reminding me right now the people that are doubting Trubisky. And I listened to Cap Show. I didn't know Cap was on the Trubisky oh uh, bandwagon because I'm definitely on it. And I was the guy that didn't want him to begin with. But now I got this. So you know what? Uh, I I look at I look at uh, Burroughs and I look at guys like uh, he's got something to prove, and uh, whether he's a flash in the pan or not, and Trubisky. I know. I think Burrow's going to be okay. I really I do. do. Too. I think he's at. You know, he's his decision quickness. His accuracy, decisions is unbelievable. Yeah, like I think he's going to be okay. I'm with you on that. Yeah. 
Uh, I like looking at Oklahoma. I told everybody last year, my bet for Heisman, and he came in second. He had an incredible year, but Burrow was ridiculous. I went with Jalen Hurts last year, and I played the Oklahoma He's a heck angle. of a player. I like him. I like him, too, and he had a great year last year, and I like to play the Oklahoma angle right now because Lincoln Riley, for whatever their deficiencies are defensively, and they got a little bit better last year in fairness, but they still, when they need to get stops, they're not good at it, and it's the one thing that has prevented Oklahoma from uh, advancing farther They don't the win playoffs. national championships, but they Be- can win Heismans because they That's play right. no defense. They don't win any de- play any defense in that league. Mike's 100% right. The, 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 I mean, the last May- three. The last what was the guy's name? Is- Applewhite? No, not Applewhite. Who was the Major- guy? That- uh, no, no, no th- the guy from Oklahoma. What was his name? I forget. Wait, Jason White? Uh, Jason White. Uh, sure, yeah. I, I mean, Jack Mildren back yeah. in the day. Yes. Who are these guys? They're guys that can pass the football in a, in a, in a conference that doesn't defend. And especially with the way Lincoln Riley can coach offense now. Mike's 100% right. The, listen, the last three years, Oklahoma quarterbacks uh, in the Heisman Trophy race. Yeah. First, first, second. That's so it. I like Spencer Rattler. Why not at twelve to one? You get at twelve to one right now. If you put down a half a unit on that just to have some fun with the college football season, you look at what he's done with the quarterbacks there the last couple of years. I don't think that's one you'll regret. And if at the end of the year you say, "Okay, didn't yeah. cash. It was fifty bucks. Can you spare that? Twenty five bucks. Can you spare it? It might be worth it at more than ten to one on your money right now." Yeah, I mean Oklahoma has and Riley has the. Magic, if yes. you will. It's called a conference that doesn't play pass defense, and we have a heck of an offense. Mike said it best. They might not be able to win national championships. Nope. They can go to the playoff. They might not be able to win the championship, but they can produce Heisman Trophy winners. Yep. When we come back, it's our guy Jim Miller. Jimmy! He's going to have a pick in the Belmont. Plus, I've got some great stuff uh, on the NASCAR race at Talladega this weekend. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, we're the odds couple presented by PropSwap. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Friday night, Carmen DeFalco and Mike Norton. We are the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap on ESPN 1000 each and every Friday night from 7 until 8. And at that time of the show, he is at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. He is the galloping gen, our man from Hawthorne Racecourse, Jim Miller. Jimmy! He is the man. What's up, Jimmy? What's up, guys? Big weekend of racing. Oh. It's weird. It's it's the first leg of the Triple Crown taking place on Saturday. It is so crazy. Mike and I have spent a lot of time on it, too, tonight because uh, I, I feel like it almost is the Kentucky Derby. I'll be honest, as someone who really just kind of looks forward to these Triple Crown races, but by the Belmont, unless you have a horse going for the Triple Crown, I think sometimes it gets lost in the shuffle. But with it being the first race this year, I think there's a lot of excitement. I've done a lot of research and homework uh, to try to pick a winner in this one, Jimmy. And I think a lot of people are into it this year because we haven't seen the Derby yet, and this is the first race where people really get excited. Yeah, and the thing about it, guys, it's really, it's weird, because you're right, the Belmont can be very anticlimactic if you don't have a horse going for the Triple Crown, but it changes so much this year for a couple of reasons. One, it's a mile and an eighth instead of a mile and a half, goes the first leg instead of the last leg, and then this is your most expanded Triple Crown season that you're ever going to see, because after this, 
it's all the way till the first weekend of September for the Kentucky Derby. And then you're going another month later for the Preakness. So I'll be curious to see if anybody is even around from this race come time of the Preakness. And if it is, I think there's one horse in here in the Belmont that has that chance to go all the way through, and we'll find out if we're right. You know, Jimmy, when you're talking about the Belmont and you're talking about betting these horses, you have been saying that at, at Hawthorne they have been working out all along. Was the problem the Belmont being first that they had to shorten it because uh, uh, they hadn't been running their horses at a, a mile, a mile and a half in practice? Right. And that's one of the things that you look at up and down this field. And it's really interesting, Mike, because you have a field of 10 coming into the Belmont. Mm -hmm. And when you look through that field of 10, seven of the 10 horses have been away from the races for 30 plus days. So you're right about that. It's really trying to space everything out, going into this race, having that proper workout pattern, being in a place where you can really be prepped to go all the way to the East Coast. It's not like you're coming to the Midwest when you're going to Churchill Downs. You're going out east to New York, so it really does change things. I think it benefits a couple of horses in this race, but that it really is going to be the thing. This is the true test of, I think, a trainer's ability to get a horse ready more than anything else. Hmm. Well, I've read a lot about Tis the Law and how that's the horse to beat. Uh, Mike and I discussed the crazy stat that no New York-bred horse has won the Belmont Stakes in 130 eight years that seems stunning but is tis the law the one that's going to win this thing this is the horse that you definitely have to beat guys and here's the cool thing about tis the law you look at the owner sakatoga stable you look at the trainer barkley tag now these are both new york based groups they had funny side many years ago who won the kentucky derby Mm -hmm. but you're right when it comes to belmont time things definitely change but tis the law does have a couple of things going for him i mean he's a horse that's been training at belmont coming into this spot and he's the one horse that you look on paper, every single race has been a race followed by a layoff, race followed by a layoff all the way in. And they've been pretty lengthy layoffs at times. So I'll tell you, Tis the Law, guys, is the horse to beat. Clearly the most likely winner. But, guys, we're on a show where we want to make some money. So yeah. there are some other horses that you can look at to either tie with Tis the Law and the gimmicks or maybe try to pull off the upset. Well, I think it's hilarious. Like, tis the law knows about that trend or something, and, <laughs> and the other and the other horses are in the stall, making fun of them and stuff like that. You know, you hey, got no chance. You're you, from New York. Hey, tis the law. How's things in New York going right now? You know, like it's a bunch of nonsense. But you know what? Why do you think that is? You know what? A lot of it just has to do with where a lot of the breeding takes place. I mean, the vast majority of the breeding does take place in Kentucky. That's where the larger farms are, larger breeding operations. And then after that, a lot of it has really moved down to Florida. And again, that's just because of the warmer conditions in the training centers. So you don't see quite as much breeding up in New York, not as much in Illinois and a lot of these northern states. And a lot of it is just because of the accessibility to farms, the accessibility to training centers and that. And that's the biggest difference. But you do get some of those New York breads and a lot of it's happened more recently because purses have gone up in new york too and every once in a while one of those pops and a horse like tis the law is a tremendous racehorse really hasn't done anything wrong but you're right these other horses are they looking at him saying now oh, you're a new york bread. we got you for this one <laughs> so that's good. what we're gonna find out that's so good. <laughs> normally in a normal year jimmy you guys would be packed this weekend with people watching the race watching the simulcast right. but the otbs with the patios people can go out to right 
Yeah, and that's been the biggest thing that we've done at Hawthorne through all our OTBs is we have the outdoor patios and we're putting tents out there and additional seating. We want people to come out and enjoy the races so they can go to any of our OTB networks. You can find all the OTBs listed at our website at HawthorneRaceCourse.com. Go up there, place your bets. You can place your bets and go, or you can stick around and watch outside. Everything's socially distanced. Everybody's set up to really enjoy the races. So there are a lot of wagering options for this Belmont card. And guys, it's only field of 10 for this race, but again, you're going to have a heavy favorite into the law so there will be prices elsewhere and that could be a good thing when you're looking at the gimmicks all right so what are we betting this weekend jimmy all right, tis the law is the horse to beat. But here, if you want to look to a couple of horses that could pull off the upset, here's the ones you look to. Look to the one horse, tap it to win. John Velasquez rides for trainer Mark Cassie. Johnny V is a guy who's ridden and won riding titles on the New York circuit. This is a horse that won at Belmont, stretching out in that last out, and did so on the front end. And there's not a ton of pace in this race. I mean, tap it to win from the rails, going to get out there, make the lead, and his only chance is to back things down on the front end and maybe try to steal the race. And then the other one to look to is a horse by the name of Four Left. This is the sixth horse in here. This is a horse coming in out of a great victory at Dubai at the last out. That was back in February. Again, you're coming in off the layoff into this spot. Doug O'Neill wins at about a 16% rate off the layoff, which isn't bad, but again, a couple of workouts coming into this race over the Belmont track. So really what I would do I'd box those three horses. The one tap it to win, the six four left, and the eight tis the law. Hope that you get that upset, but box them in the exact and the trifecta and see if you can get the upset there. And then, guys, two horses that uh, Hawthorne to look to on Saturday. Race six, the four horse, Anna's Lucky Star, a past Illinois bred champion, returns. And then race 13, the two horse, Encantado, 15 to one in the morning line. Bet that one across the board. Lots of action there. A couple for Saturday at Hawthorne. And then the Belmont. Happy wagering, Jimmy. And we'll talk to you next week, pal. All right, boys. Good luck. Thank you. You too. There he is at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. He is Jim Miller. Boy, By the way, uh, I got my Sylvie shirts. I'm getting, uh, I just ordered them. Beautiful. Here's what I want people to do. Remember, when you go to ob- obviousshirts.com, make sure Sylvie Strong, you go to the Sylvie Strong page, yep. ladies and gentlemen. And I also got something to clean up here. War Admiral. He raced out of Baltimore in Sea Biscuit. Of, that's your, I remember the Preakness was right? his deal, Pimlico. Yep, so there you there go. You go. I, that was weighing on my mind for the past five minutes. That was nice of you, by the way, to buy all those shirts. Uh, Mike, oh, you spent yeah. a lot of money. All that money is ah, going to for, the V Foundation. Sylvie? It's great. And for the V Foundation, it's nothing. It's for great me. Stuff. I mean, I'm fortunate. Everybody else, uh, just go to obviousshirts.com. Sounds good. Sunday uh, at Talladega, uh, Talladega, excuse me, the guy What do you got for me, Tom? What do you got? You know, we've talked about this guy a little bit, and we were on him a couple of weeks ago. He actually led for about the Irishman, laps, and he had a crash. The Irishman. Ryan, he had a crash because he thought it was one in the morning. That could have been. Yeah. Ryan Blaney uh, this weekend him. is the guy that I like uh, at the Geico 500. He's 14 to 1, so you're going to get a good price. couple things here. He's been really good uh, since the return. It, top four in five of his last six starts, all right? He also drives the number 12 Ford Mustang, and why is that important? Well, listen to this. Ford has won nine of the last 11 Cup Series races at Talladega going back to 2012. So he's 14 to 1. I like him. You'll see all the Ford cars that are the favorites pretty much here because of that trend, I think, and they're very good racers. Keselowski's won a couple of times. He's 10 to 1. Logano is 10 to 1. Denny Hamlin won for the second time since the restart Logano's last weekend. He's a good kid. He's a good kid, that Joey Logano. His, his family owns a pizzeria. Nice kid. <laughs> Makes good pies. <laughs> We're going to go with, I'm going with Brian Blaney again this weekend. Small I'm going Blaney. There. I'm going ethnic in, in, because of these times. Well, I'm going Irish and Italian, my ethnicity. Why not, right, Mikey? So we'll yeah. go. 
yeah. with uh, Ryan Blaney in the NASCAR race at the Geico 500. You're going with Logano or you're going to turn your back? Maybe a little bit of play on both. Why not? How 10 to 1 and 14 to 1, Joe. you know? He's a good kid. Well, he's a salty dog, that Joey Logano. Oh, like, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. He's like, uh, he's got that He's got that attitude. and He's got a winning attitude. He thinks he's going to win every he, he race. Does. I love him. I like the hubris. Yep. These guys need that. All right, so we gave you a bunch. Enjoy the Belmont. Enjoy That's the it. golf, everybody, and the NASCAR weekend. Mikey, great stuff as always. Love you. Always a pleasure, and we'll see you next Friday. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you so much to Randy Merkin and Sean Davis and our guy Eric Ostrowski for Thanks, helping folks. out. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy the weekend, everyone. Make it a safe weekend. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Yeah, to and you guys. Thank you so much, Mike. And we'll talk to you again next Friday night right here on The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.